0: Welcome to Space Nerds, your source for intergalactic science
1: fiction and science fact, engines primed in game! Hey, hey, this is Alexandria. I'm Jane Smith.
0: And I'm Douglas Gale.
1: And I will be bringing you space news
0: Star Trek, Duck Space Nine,
1: Firefly, Black Mirror, and
0: probably superhero stuff.
1: Dystopian fiction. Who's
2: excited?
3: I'm Jesse Mercury, and I'll be your constant cosmic companion, bringing you the weekly space news and sitting down with these amazing friends to talk about science fiction. We are
2: Space News. John
4: John Luke John John
1: John 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 John
4: John down. He just got a man on board Who's also a nun
2: Also
4: a nun Romulan nun A man that's a nun Romulin oh, nun There was a weird moment where The sexy sister Was filling up her brother in bed In bed, in bed There was another moment where Jean-Luc was talking to a woman Wrong in the head Oh John Luke, Jones. John Luke Jones and the male robin the nuns. The men Robbing <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? What's Dan to come? come. What's, what? 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 What's gonna happen? <sighs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Wow. wow. Come on, wordsmith. That's amazing. That's pretty good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And
3: with that, welcome to the Space Nerds coverage of Survivor Season 40, Winners <laughs> at War. Oh. oh my God, that was incredible. Just
4: kidding. But also, Jesse and I did watch last, yesterday, last night's episode of Survivor Season 40. But that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today.
3: It does not. We're here to talk about episode four of Picard, which was yeah. called... Rum you none. Complete <laughs> total recall. John Luke, absolute Jones. candor. That's it. Thank you.
4: A complete mm-hmm. total recall. Yeah, absolute yeah. candor. Uh, yeah, yeah.
3: Picard beams in in his Indiana Jones outfit. And I'm like, oh, look,
0: it's Indiana Picard, and Andy says, no, it's John Luke Jones.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Way better.
0: Wow, both are
4: good. Both yeah. are good. Or also
0: like the what is it, Jurassic Park? The uh Hammond, his, his oh my god, his, yes. white, his white explorer suit. <laughs> Absolutely.
3: Well, I mean, he was wearing that in the thumbnail of the episode, and I thought it was like a flashback to the Inner Light. Yeah, he's wearing that gardener hat. Yeah, it's an old man yeah. gardener. It's a fancy old man gardening suit. Yeah, but he still looks younger than he did in the Inner Light. By the end of it, that's true. Yeah, well, he was real old at the, end of the Inner Light. Oof, man.
4: Lots to talk about. This
3: episode was awesome. I'm like, I'm a little emotional about it. I just fucking love this show. Yeah, uh, talk to me. What are you guys? How, how are you feeling?
0: This is this is my least favorite of the four really? so far mm. because of the pacing. But wow. this is one that again, I will f- feel different about it when I get to binge it and it's yeah of a piece. But this was this was also it's clear like okay we're all we're done with team building side quests because clearly they've got all the characters we've seen in the previews. Mm. So now they'll get going with the, 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 the story and uncovering more. It's fine. I still really liked it. I'm just saying out of the four, this is the one where it's like, I had a totally different experience with this episode Eh, because to me, this was like this brilliant way to have
3: a star Trek, Let's visit a planet for one week episode, which is what the show has always been in the past. Sure, sure. Like it's we're going boring. from planet to planet and dealing with the social political issues of those planets. Mm-hmm. And this episode was a self-contained story about that, yeah, and told from the opposite point of view of like failure, you know, like Picard trying to do the right thing so hard for his whole career. And then he, when he gives up and walks away, he fails this entire colony of people spectacularly, and they slide into Romulan nationalism when he's not there. And I just thought this was such a powerful story as a self-contained episode, and also just felt so Star Trek while being so new and modern, and I just fucking loved it. I loved all of it.
4: Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. The pacing worked for me, but I also can see... What's interesting is the pace of the di- of each episode has been really different from the last. Yeah. And so what's tough when you do that is that you kind of set your audience up for getting a little bit jarred because it's like, oh, wait. Oh, is this the pace of the show? Is this the pace of the show? It didn't bother me, but if you are someone that's more drawn to the earlier episodes that were a little quick, more quickly paced, I think that that... It does it does feel different pacing wise for sure. I I am curious about we're just gonna jump all over, is that okay? Yeah. So um. I'm curious about why they're so upset at him. I mean, I know so basically to my mind, he tried to help them. Then he couldn't get the Federation to support his continued efforts after what happened with Yeah. On Mars. Yeah. And then because Because at that point, he decided then to give up and not try to go about it in a different way. They're upset because now the Romulans are... But but if he hadn't even tried to save them in the first place... Yeah. I mean, that's what the guy was sort of implying was like, well, right when we... You made us doubt ourselves when we... Yeah. I didn't quite understand that.
3: My understanding of it was that... Yes, he was doing the right thing as this, like, ex-Romulan senator who is now dead. (laughs) Yeah. Got his head chopped off. Ooh,
4: green, Uh, green goop coming out. That was
3: insane. We saw a decapitation on Star Trek today. That's crazy. Um, Yeah, he was, like, really into what Picard was saying, and he believed in Picard. But when the stakes are that high, when the survival of an entire species is at stake, for one man to quit because it didn't go the way he wanted it to kind of devalues... The message of what he was trying to sell, which is like, we have to save these people. It makes it seem like maybe he didn't believe it with his whole heart if he did walk away. And I agree with that. You know, mm. I feel that.
4: But what was his option to try to do it without Federation support?
3: Yeah, I mean, look at him now. He just like got a ship and went out without Federation support to do something he believed in. And he wasn't willing right. to do that for years But I years do ago. think
4: that that is a little different than trying to relocate thousands of beings as yeah. opposed to going on a single mission, I mean, or even just to stay,
3: even just to yeah, stay just on this planet help. that he That's said true. he called home for yeah. a while. I mean, I love this shit. Like, yeah, John Luke Picard during, was trying to relocate the Romulans, and for a time, like, became a part of this community of Romulans. Yeah. yeah, and just knowing the whole history of the show and that Romulans were the big bad for a lot of Star Trek: The Next Generation, that just like really touched me. Yeah, that, that was like where his story went, and then seeing how he's was a father figure to this young child addressing the fact that picard kind of hates kids yeah but like really liked this kid you know and he doesn't actually hate kids he just he's just a busy guy who doesn't know what to do with children you know yeah yeah. um and he was a father figure to this kid and then walked away from that also and there's just so much resentment for Mm -hmm. him walking away Mm -hmm. and i agree with it i mean he just walked away and went to live his own life, and that's his decision, and that's right for sure, him. Sure, sure. And I don't think that he necessarily did this huge wrong thing, but from everyone else's point of view, it was the wrong move, and I agree with them, you know? Even mm-hmm. though I still like him and agree with him. It's yeah. Just, I, that's what I like about this, is that mm. they're just presenting opposing points of view that all make sense, mm. respectfully, and watching them clash, and it's mm-hmm. great. Well, how did you feel, Sarah?
1: Uh, yeah, I feel good
2: like
1: (laughs) i thought the uh i it's funny i was in and out with the pacing i thought it was a very interesting episode for sure like a lot of information that was like kind of with action and kind of not Mm -hmm. but i kind of it's funny i think of it though it's like we're talking about how he like disappeared and the fact that i guess for me if i was a romulan the fact that he never came back to be like i'm sorry this happened like I'm still here for you. Like, -hmm. the fact that it was just, like, peace by 14 years, I'm gone. I'm sure, like, if it were me, I'd be like, yeah, like, you talked all this hope into us, shit didn't happen, and you never came back. Mm -hmm. Like, weren't we your family? Well, yes, this happened, but don't you still want to be a part of this community? To just, like, have nothing? I totally would have been like, Mm. yeah, dude, like, you suck, because we believed in you, and, like, you bailed on everybody it's an interesting
0: through line for this show so far yeah he's showing Raffy. yeah Raffy, and then with the romulans mm-hmm. and the uh i think the sheer fucking hubris yeah. is yeah, evident yeah. in him where he pops back to this planet yeah. where he hasn't been for 14 years and he's like all right so everyone's just gonna be cool with me now you right know? and
4: like literally surprised that a people sign off the yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. It's like a little
0: disrespectful honestly
4: like i i get that you can just i mean i think Oh, when he agree, steps on the, the Rondon's only the nationalism is, yeah. is a problem, but, yeah, like, yeah. that's not the approach. Do you know what yeah, I right? mean? It is,
0: it's, there's an arrogance there that, yes, I agree, like, yeah. there's an argument to say, like, okay, morally, this is a good battle little pick. Yeah. You have seven fucking minutes
2: <laughs> before right. you're supposed to go
0: back on your other mission, of which this is a side quest of that mission. Yeah. And now yeah. you're like, I'm going to go into this bar and, like, stir up shit for, for a few minutes. Right. This was a side quest. Yes. And I love that. Like I, yeah. when I'm playing Zelda, I will just get so sucked into the side quests, yeah. I'll get lost for days. What I love it is because Rafi is like, no, 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 story, story. We yeah, st- we gonna stick to the main quest. Yeah, oh. and and we
4: get so we get seven of nine right at the end. Oh
0: man, and yeah. I was they. I
3: wish they had not said yeah. in the beginning that Jerry Ryan was going to be a special guest star because I
0: knew that that had to be seven because the episode was almost over. Yeah, yeah, totally. I was yeah. in the same boat where I was like, oh, they've cut away from the. Borg Cube, like there's no that's where I thought Seven would show up. She might be. Yeah. So yeah, then it's yeah. like mystery ship. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that true. But, that's
4: yeah. true.
3: But you have to, right? That, that like, reminds me that several of us in this room have done some Star Trek homework since last week, and I really want to talk about it real quick. Yeah. Ooh. I got a Marco Polo from Sarah <laughs> after watching iBorg. And oh. just tell us about Tell us about your experience uh, watching IBorg. It
1: was so. Good. I think that's my favorite episode I've watched that's, so far. because yeah. The fact that it was like three of five, and he's like, and it's just like finding his humanity and his yeah. being like, she's like, well, I'm Beverly, and this is Jordy, and you, and he's like, we, you? and they like give <laughs> Hugh, and then he's like, we are Hugh, and he learns to say, like, I am Hugh, and then yeah. like, He's like, you don't do that to your friends. And he's like, like, Jordy. And I'm like, oh, they're best friends. (laughs) He's like, it was so sweet. He
0: is like a little lost puppy they adopt.
1: Right. And Mm. then the fact that each person, like, how, like, Whoopi's character is, like, Hell no. And then right. you get like background of her story, but then also to be able to like see the change in him and things. Yeah. Yeah. And then the fact that he also then like sacrificed himself for them because he you knows that if he stayed, they would come for him. And so he's like, I'm gonna do this for my friend Jordy. I was like, I'm oh! so emotional. Yeah. I was like, This is so cute. Yep. Yeah. And so I absolutely loved it. And even like seeing Picard being like, Hell no, and then finally and trying to get him to be like No, like you know tricking him to try to be like no I'm you and like we will assimilate or whatever right. they say and he's mm-hmm. like well, what if they don't want that mm-hmm. yeah. like yes three yes. of five <laughs> so it's nice to know that like <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish I would have seen the episode he was in for this right. knowing his story I know because yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like then I would have been like ah that's, <laughs> that's like what I was feeling right? that's what I was feeling when Hugh showed saved. up yeah. I was like
3: I, that's what I was saying last time I'm like I can't even believe that he was here yeah, yeah. Like, that's just like such a gift to fans but I think
1: he'll be back Back, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. i'm sure yeah, yeah but, and, but and again you said that he comes in later episodes of next generation that like are he's okay he's in a he's one in more. a two-parter more, yeah
0: yeah well yeah two, i guess yeah, yeah the one season,
1: more
3: story the season finale of season six and the premiere of season seven and honestly it involves a lot that is going on in the picard show but i don't know if those are episodes that i really recommend watching because they're like kind of confusing and convoluted and they don't necessarily have a solid core as to what the point of them is Mm. but they're They're very very star trek but they're very entertaining (laughs) and i mean watch them if you feel like it but i think this if you if you want to do more star trek homework Mm -hmm. then i would highly recommend doing what andy and i did this week which is watching three episodes of star trek voyager to get to know seven of nine a little bit because she just popped in at the end of this episode Mm -hmm. okay so andy had never seen voyager before I had not. How was your... And we just... We watched the season finale of season three, the premiere of season four, and then the second episode of season four yeah. to see the introduction of Seven of Nine. Right.
4: Yeah. I mean, so to tie in a little bit to what Sarah was saying, what was interesting to me is... So my only um deborgification story that I had prior to this was Hugh and obviously Picard, but... Him becoming Unborg isn't actually necessarily a big part of his story. With that, right? Yeah. But but Hugh's story, like he, there is something you instant. It's almost like Edward Scissorhands. Like it is, you know, like you instantly care about him and you see a tenderness to him and almost a childlike quality that you want to take care of. And I think the
0: physicality of that actor—they chose someone who is not like a chiseled square jaw person. They got yes. someone who's got, like, a young, soft baby face. Yes, a absolutely.
4: And I yeah. remember also, like, when he's just in the cell and you're watching him just, like, sit there and and you can tell that it's not like he has this evil intention. He's, he's just... He's totally disconnected from his humanity and but not in a, like a bad not in an evil way like yeah. in a way of literally like he's lost and and yeah. and but with 7 of 9 there's this viciousness to her and <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't ever and this coldness right. and it doesn't ever go away even right. when she transitions she's not yeah. warm you know like yeah. she is still i mean you see her but evolved but it's still like i don't i didn't watch her story going that poor thing you know Uh, what i mean whereas with hugh i i really did and you have this soft spot for him and for her you're you're glad that she isn't a part of the borg anymore but you're also kind of she still doesn't feel connected to her humanity so you know
0: i don't think they explicitly draw the distinction between hugh and seven yeah but one thing that Comes out through subsequent stories is that mm-hmm. Seven was assimilated when she was like eight or yeah, nine. Like real yeah, like really young. Like real young. Yeah. And they never say with Hugh, but an implication could be that mm. Hugh was captured after, like, Picard, yeah. when he was an adult, so he had a yeah. full sense of adult self, right? And then Seven was basically raised yeah. as Borg,
4: yeah, you know? absolutely, yeah. And, and
0: she kind of believes in the Borg.
4: Oh, for sure, sh- she's bought into, she's drinking yeah. the Kool Aid, yeah. But mm-hmm. I also think, and in an interesting part of her journey, that I I didn't, you see, Hugh struggle to di- to distinguish himself as an individual, but you don't see the pain. That that like yeah. when you see Seven of Nine, her journey, like her all the voices that she's used to hearing right. are gone. Yeah. And it literally drives her mad. Like she yeah. it hurts her to have so much quiet in her head and it hurts her to be human. She like looks at herself as the boredness starts to dissipate and it and it pains her. Like that, that she's become so this groove has been carved so deeply into her of being Borg that once that is t- ripped from her without her consent, which is that's a whole interesting topic of that episode is like she isn't kind of. Within her right mind to determine whether she wants to be Borg or not, because she's been brainwashed to think she wants to be Borg. Right. Yeah. But if you were to ask her, "Do you want to like the Doctor Hologram?" He's like, "You know, I can't do this without asking. Per- like, it's you know, right. Federation policies that and, we don't go against a person's will."
3: And Janeway makes the choice for her.
4: Yes, which yeah. is which is really interesting. Really interesting. You know, um, and very
3: problematic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But- but it's written from the point of view that the Borg are the biggest of the big bads, right? And you then know? you go, okay, and like, how could anyone? Is it Stockholm? No one could want to be Borg, you no, know, right? According to the Federation, but a- yeah, it's yeah, a little it,
4: Stockholm. It's like if yeah. you went and saw someone who was being imprisoned or enslaved by somebody, and they're like, "But I love this person, and they take care of me, and I'm happy yeah, with this life, totally." And they they wouldn't choose to leave it. But is that a moment where you go, you know, we're making the choice for you? based on what we think the most humane thing is.
3: Yeah, and it's an interesting dichotomy for the rest of the series because Seven is a main character for four years. And there's always this question of like, we ripped you out of what you considered to be perfection. Right, like she feels like being Borg is being perf- perfect. Yeah, yeah, and forced you to reclaim your natural self, yeah. which is your human self—the way you which were. Which we also have to teach you because right. you don't know it. Yeah. Right, right. And there's an there's an interesting question there of like, did they do the right thing by her? And of course, the writers think that yes, they did the right thing by her, and that's right. obvious the whole time. Yeah, but watching it, I—that's part of the. The interesting part of Seven's story is that, like, I don't really know where I fall on that. You know, yeah. like, it feels like they're doing the wrong thing to her, even though she does, like, enjoy her individuality later and come to, like, change her feelings about the Borg over the
0: course of the show. Yeah. Um. It's I don't know. It's it's so interesting. Well, so Voyager is interesting uh, to me as a Star Trek because they had the captain make more complicated. Sometimes hard to justify decisions uh, in a way that they didn't with any of the other Star Trek series. Totally. So you have you have there's a segment of the fandom that is despises uh, Janeway as a captain because they're like, but look at all this like bullshit that she does. Sure, but. To me, that's like, well, no, the reason that people keep talking about this particular episode or this particular choice with Voyager in a way that they don't with other Star Trek is because it was a complicated story without an easy answer. Right. Yeah. This this is mature storytelling. It's not just like, hey, we did the thing. Oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Boom, science, done, go home. Right. Right. I mean, if
3: I were turned into a newt and had to decide whether (laughs) or not to have sex with my helmsman, I don't know what I'd do either. You're going to propagate the species, baby. (laughs) Yeah.
4: We didn't watch I, that one.
3: I, we will. Um, I gotta say that it's you been... like will blow your mind. I'm sure. I, when I first moved to Seattle, I watched all the way through Voyager. And I had never done that before. So that was about right, 10 right. years ago. I had watched the first couple of seasons when it first came out and loved it at first. But it hadn't like, finished. But fell off yeah. pretty early on. Um, and I... I'd seen like a handful of episodes with Seven of Nine um, way back in the day. Like I, I came in and out of Voyager as it was airing. I wasn't like a, a major fan of it, right? Um, but then I, I watched the whole show ten years ago, right after watching all of Deep Space Nine, right? Yeah. And it really, to me, it paled in comparison. Um, because It's
0: a different Star Trek. It, it's yeah, a, you
3: know, and also I struggled with a lot of the logistical flaws of Voyager. Like we're stuck in the in the Delta Quadrant and we're running out of resources. But we always have resources somehow. Yeah, because they,
0: they don't need to show you every time they go out and sure. gather fucking sh- sure.
3: berries. <laughs> well, it's like we have this many shuttlecraft, and then that changes like constantly. If but only they had a
0: way to magically make material. I know. I it's I, not. I, I will say that like people complain about Voyager with yeah. You know, I'm sorry, I'm getting them like no 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 Voyager high horse. Where I'm going with this <laughs> is Kevin <laughs> <laughs> we did nothing wrong. Where I'm going
3: with this is that there are there's so much I love about Voyager, oh, sure. and this is yeah. the thing that I often forget because. I, because Voyager is my least favorite Star Trek, but Star Trek's like my favorite thing, and I love Voyager. You know, I really do love Voyager. Yeah. And rewatching it, uh, watching a few episodes, I'm like, God, there's so much nostalgia. I've like really missed these characters. Yeah. I love Janeway as a captain. I think her relationship with Chakotay is fascinating. Oh, I totally agree. I love, and I, I'm not one of those people that complains about Janeway's choices because I feel like, um, her choices are interesting. Yeah. Um, like my like that Voyager to me at the time felt like a show that promised something that it didn't deliver mm. as mm-hmm. far as like being lost in space for Star Trek, you know, we're flown mm-hmm. across the galaxy and we have to get back. But I feel like watching it now and knowing the whole shape of the show, I think I'd actually really like it yeah. because the day to day episodic nature of that show, I always Liked, yeah although there are some real snoozers in Voyager. But
0: this real start, snoozers. You say it's a Star all Trek Star Trek, yeah, yeah, it follows totally. the same pattern. Yeah. yeah, the first couple seasons are a little weak. Yeah, they find their legs. Right. Yeah, they tell a lot of really good stories. Yeah, and they tell a a, a, a handful of super shitty bad stories. Yeah, and then there's a squishy middle where you're like, this is fun space stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah. 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 Long story short, it was really fun to watch Voyager. Yeah. Game. and I yeah. and I. Uh, I feel like I always focus on what I don't like about Voyager and not what I do like, which is stupid. And well, I should...
0: he's one of the writers for Voyager is the Brian Fuller. He's like, right? He's like a, I think a key part of Star Trek lore, and and yeah, you know, he went on to do other great things, and then he was going to supposed to be a part of Discovery, and he wrote the first two episodes, which I love. Yeah, and then he yeah. got pushed out, and so then the first season yeah. changes nature. Yeah, but yeah. he's written a lot of like. Really good Star Trek. If you look yeah. at the stuff that he wrote for other series, you're like, "Oh yeah, that's good. Oh yeah, that's good."
3: Yeah, I really, I actually really want to rewatch Voyager now, and I don't know. We'll fit this in someday because we're like, we're in the middle of Doug Space Nine. <laughs> well, we're in season two, well, so we're,
0: we're in a Picard podcast, and we're in and a we're, Picard we've podcast. We've already gone on a yeah. Big yeah. Voyager side. I yes, know. so like this is the this <laughs> is the Voyager side quest Voyage. part of this podcast episode <laughs> is, and I love the side quest. <laughs> we do need to get to free Coin or wherever they're going. Yeah, free, free cloud, free, free cloud, free City. cloud. <laughs> But instead, we want to talk about Voyager for twenty minutes. Yeah, well, I'm I'm
3: voyagered out. I'm good. I just want we to express up, some we love for up Voyager, Elnor, and we're good to go. <laughs> okay, well, we should talk about Picard because we have yeah, a lot to which, say about that.
4: What? But I, when you were time out, I shouldn't focus on the negative. It made me think of that line that Doctor. Who's her name? Blonde. Scientist chick? Oh, yeah. Agnes. Oh. Girardi. Girardi said about, why do we call it space? Why are we focusing on the <laughs> negative? Yeah. And anyway, it, it made me wonder. I kind of hope it doesn't, but I kind of think it could. I don't know. I think there might be a romantic connection between her and the captain.
0: I felt <gasps> No. I think
4: there might be. I felt that
0: for a second. Uh, Yeah, I guess the book scene has a borderline flirty. It's just,
4: they're different. They're so different. And I think that that is a fun dynamic of like the super cerebral, nerdy, you know, paranoid girl and then the like wild child um, captain. Yeah. But I don't know. It also might be one of those things where they kind of just draw that tension out, you know, and never, which I kind of prefer because we don't need to couple up everyone but
3: we've been watching too much love island <laughs> i
4: know that's the truth that's Although, the truth it's been good it's been really <laughs>
2: juicy it's been but
4: good. yeah no but i i i like i mean i i am curious now that we're all you what you're saying about the side quests like now that we're on the ship right i am kind of hungry for a few episodes that are a little bridge focused like i wonder mm. what this show would we do built with the that. party
0: time to go adventuring yeah. yeah i mean the time we spent on
3: the ship in this episode i adored yeah i loved it yeah, yeah. I agree. so much good stuff absolutely Can, we gotta start at the beginning of this episode because okay. the opening sequence was for me just like kind of jaw-droppingly mm. wonderful of mm. just picard living on this or visiting this planet and you know Getting to know Elnor, who I really thought was Elmo at first, and I'm still disappointed. Yeah. I really wanted him to be... Well, let's call him Tickle Me Elnor. Yeah. Sure. Um, I, it was just a beautiful sequence. Like, it was so well shot, and his performance in this whole episode was so good like yeah there was some moments in the episode where i feel like it'd be confusing what picard was thinking if it weren't for the brilliance of his acting where you always know what he's thinking
4: sure sure oh no i totally agree yeah and again they've done a lot of great world building like the symbol with the like the two hands together and then yeah. like opening mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. and um the what what The name of the episode. What is it again? The
0: Absolute Candor. Absolute
4: Absolute. candor. That that idea of Oh yeah, the Romulan
0: uh, Benny Gesserits. Yes. Yes. And how
4: that is like goes against actually the cultural norms, but that this particular group does that. And even the way the child speaks, like, oh, I genuinely I my feelings are hurt. I genuinely thought you were fond of me. Right. Like, you know, I mean, what child have you ever heard speak like that, let alone an adult. And
0: it's a great piece. Uh, counterpoint to the Romulan predominant culture of uh, yes. secrecy. It's yes. sure. to say, like, oh, here is this government-military structure based on secrecy, yeah. and then here's this religious group that yeah. has the exact opposite right. belief system, you yes. know? And that they're the obviously the enemies of uh, the Tal Shiar.
2: Yes. It's
0: interesting. It, it may, I want to know all these things that they do just make me want to know more and more about the Romulan culture that they're trying to create and how it interacts, you know?
1: Totally. It's very mm-hmm.
0: interesting.
3: Yeah, they're, they're doing what you said they were going to do about, you know, they're, unfolding the Romulan culture like they did with the Ferengi and Deep Space yeah, Nine. they're the basically Klingons taking the something generation. that's a one-dimensional
0: yeah. enemy and, and th- just like the other to be afraid of and saying like, no, there's there's nuance here. There's yeah. stories, you know, which, right. is, which is the way it always works, you know? Yeah. Oh, totally. Uh,
3: yeah, and I... I, I'm still just loving how all of this... You know, nuance that they're adding to the Romulan culture still fits with everything we know about the Romulan culture. Well,
0: it, we, we're, it's advantageous in that, that uh, you know we've seen twenty Romulans in the whole history of sure. Star Trek. Yeah, so I'm gonna guess that they may not be fully representative of the totality of their system. Yeah, and yeah. we're always seeing the people that are in their like CIA and their military. So yeah. we've had very few Romulan civilians. There's a little bit of talk about this or that, but Star Trek has completely ch- changed fictional history of far bigger things. Yeah. They could just whole hog throw everything out from the Romulans and we would be like, okay, fine. That makes sense. But they're, you know, basically there's this deep seated sense of secrecy and paranoia running rampant through Romulan society. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's all that they need to keep and everything else can flow from there or be made up.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And also that they're like super emotional that like they, this whole idea that the Romulans and the Vulcans are both from this like extremely emotional proto civilization and the way that they dealt with it is different where right. the the Romulans kind of let it all out and they can be very aggressive. But I, I actually loved this idea of this, you know, this group of Romulans who say everything they're thinking and they they are hyper emotional Um, which the episode doesn't really go into, but like more emotional than humans, I guess. Well, no, it's what's talked about in Star Trek. There's
0: no fear of expressing your emotion. If anything, it's a requirement that you express your emotion. Mm -hmm. Whereas
3: Vulcans, it's a requirement to suppress all emotion. like They have emotions, they just learn to suppress all of it through logic. Uh, But I love this idea that one of the ways to deal with... Expelling your emotion is by just telling the 100% truth to everyone all the time. Absolute candor. Yeah. I really like that. Like,
0: there's mm-hmm. uh, really cool also did, like, ideas the, there. The lady saying, Does like, anyone worry that this is going to be annoying? Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: she was so good in this episode, Gerardi. She was hilarious. Yeah, they're doing a good job of, I think, finding a a right tone for her character. She also serves a lot of time as the uh, audience uh, stand-in of, like, what's going on? Isn't it weird that there are ninja nuns from Romulan, female ninja nuns?
2: Yeah. You know?
0: So she gets to do those. She's sort of the voice and the questioning, it feels to me, of, -hmm. of like, a a casual viewer. Yeah. We got to see this
3: new ship and go to warp speed, which I love the way it
0: looked. You, I, I love I love the little things that get you so excited. Oh man, this is what I'm all about. Like <laughs> to I see
3: a ship go to warp speed. <laughs> well, I just like whenever I watch a new show, I'm like, what does it look like to go super right. fast? You yeah. Know? Because in Star Wars, it's so iconic. Star Trek, it's always just the streaky stars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this one was totally new and different, and I really, really liked it. Like uh, when Girati uh, and rios were like talking on the bridge having yeah. sexy banter mm-hmm. yeah and exactly. you can like see um space just like swooping by behind them i just love that
0: shit you know mm. um i love that she brought up her dad while flirting with the captain
3: yeah <laughs> yeah
4: come on nothing's <laughs> hotter
0: no was cool. i was gonna go, I was gonna <laughs> I go down to side sc- that. I, okay i'm it's, waiting okay it's the, it's when um tasha, oh i remember it the previously dead yet. tasha yar comes back to life uh, oh, through an alternate history uh-huh. on, the, on the Enterprise. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then her and I think his name is Castile? Castillo. Castillo are flirting. And then... But my friends call me Dick. <laughs> no, but he says something like, yeah, like, you call me this. And then he's like, only yeah. my only my mom, my mom calls, calls me, me Richard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's so like, whoa, <laughs> buddy.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but
0: she is like... I'm your mommy. I get it. It's like he really gives him a like, we're going to fuck. look. Right after he says, this is what my mom calls me. Oh my yeah. God. It's bananas and Wild. I
2: love it. <laughs> Wild.
3: He is Wolverine. Like he looks so much like Wolverine Rios. when he's got that stogie in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Huh. We saw two new Rios holograms in this episode. Like yeah. no repeats. We just got oh, new yeah, ones. Oh yeah, you're right. Hospitality and... Piloting,
1: That yeah. made me laugh because yeah. his American accent yes. was so. You can tell that people think like we're all southern Yes. Because he was <laughs> like over here, like yeah. all his R's were so hard. Was, yeah. Like yeah. it just made me. I was chuckling to myself. It was, I think like, that's we what you kind of have to do, right? Like if you're
0: doing like an American, you have to pick a yeah. region, and yeah. Southern is going to be like that. Must be what a lot um, of
1: people outside America. of America, yeah. think. right? Yeah. But it wasn't all the words. That's just always makes me laugh. Of like, yes, over here. And then, and then you walk over there, <laughs> like, It makes me think uh, of, like, sir. Americans
0: doing British accents. It's like an amalgam oh, yeah. of, like... Oh,
2: I'm <laughs> so, like, sure. So
1: all cook-naked. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then a couple yeah. of posh yeah. words thrown in there. Yeah, heard yeah, those, too. exactly. Oh, yeah, it just tickled me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I like the
0: idea that each job has its own accent.
2: <laughs> hmm
1: Yeah. Right. I-
0: it's my it's it's one of the things that I don't love is yeah. is him playing all of these holograms. Well I told you I was going to word about this like yeah. okay what are we doing here yeah. and now it seems like they're like oh we're going in and yeah. we're yeah. going Double hard down. and we're going yeah. yeah. So I'm like great I hope there's like a a dozen or more <laughs> yeah. holograms yeah. all time. with fun accents. Yeah, I I enjoy the idea of that. I do wish it was
3: a different actor playing well, the holograms. Do you think he like one to- one actor playing all the holograms that's yeah. not the captain I think could have been Fun.
4: Yeah, but do you think he came to the team and was like, "Guys, guys, I'm <laughs> great with accents."
3: <laughs> On my resume, I underline
1: right. yeah, special yeah, skills. Exactly. Yeah,
3: he's like, you know that fun episode accents. "Relics" where Data has, or not "Relics." Uh, I don't remember the name. "Relics" is the other one. I don't remember the name. <laughs> um, the episode where Data has like a whole bunch of people living inside sure. of him and he's like talking oh, in all these that. different voices,
0: he's like, I can do that too. <laughs> yeah.
2: Give me that like, episode. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. that. This, this I got that. feels
0: like a common thing, not just in Star Trek, but in other shows where I just get the sense like some actor wanted to stretch their legs and like, all right, we'll, right, like, right. we'll throw you an episode sure. where you are yeah. pretending to be nine different people. Masks? There's, there's a Seven of Nine episode later that does that mm. uh, where she oh, re experiences all that. these different people and so oh. has to pretend to be them yeah huh. it doesn't it also for me like they kinda, let picard keep doing shakespearean acting throughout right. star trek <laughs> just for fun yeah mm-hmm. data and data i mean yeah he gets don't to get do, started on data. he does like, so Hello. many different things to varying skill levels yeah
4: yeah agreed i
0: mm-hmm.
3: i don't i don't like the what it says about the character like the, this captain who's like a really great character who i really like yeah but he has all these weird holograms with different accents of himself and he hates all of them. Right. It's, I don't understand what that tells me about his character. I love it, it because it's th- at odds.
0: Well, I think we need to find out. I think that's, you know. Yeah. And Hopefully, I, yeah. This is, this is part of why I'm going on about the pacing is that I'm fine with them, like, having these episodes dedicated to these characters as they build the crew. But I like, I I really like a lot more of a show-don't-tell kind of thing. Mm. And I think mm. Star Trek in general has a problem with that where they're not trying to be that subtle or that much of a show don't tell mm-hmm. so this yeah. was just like okay i need to i know you need to do this but you going <laughs> to i see for me
3: this is like mm-hmm. the, in the moment the moment to moment of what's happening is exactly what i want to see gotcha. so i'm like yeah tell me the main plot again i don't <laughs> i don't <laughs> care like i want to hear it it's a confusing story <laughs> i want to make sure we're all on the same page and i want you know what i love i love when shows do this because i love seeing the different characters react to the plot you know what I mean? Like, we got to see Elnor's reaction to the plot, which yeah. was fun. Yeah. I like that. I want to see that. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I have a huge crush on Elnor. I that know. cute. That guy is gorgeous. He when, is gorgeous. When they showed the adult Elnor, I was like, man, he, he got hot.
2: Those
4: brows really work on him, too. Yeah. They
3: do. And he's, I mean, he's such a cool character, like someone with a another character with a passed with Picard, mm-hmm. someone who's been stuck on this planet his whole life, mm-hmm. someone who is, I mean, I, I related to this a little bit, because as a kid, my mom was the leader of a Girl Scout troop, and my sister was in the Girl Scout troop. And they trained you as an assassin. <laughs>
2: and they trained me as an assassin. I
0: was like the mascot. Oh, you don't want to yeah. buy these cookies? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, you come spitting out with a knife. Who's yes! ah! And then I've got like a little toy phaser it's
4: actually like, a Samoa whatever those what are those called
0: Samoas yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: you'd like throw that like, oh, a, yeah, like no. a star with the thin mints yeah, yeah exactly I mean what I like about that too is it really flips the typical gender dynamic like mm-hmm. usually it's like a Mulan story where mm-hmm. it's like the fighters are typically the men and then you find a girl that's been displaced right, amongst right, right. you know and it's like no this is a, this is a group of female warriors and yeah. a young Boy, you know, has is the misfit, which I yeah. think is kind of interesting and cool.
0: It was cool. I really liked yeah. it. Uh, yeah. I hope they do more. Uh, well, obviously, this is the first time I'm seeing. I hope they explore that aspect of what that would be like for yeah. him. Yeah, you know, because yeah, it, it is an interesting starting point for a character, and yeah. uh, the fact that he's got a paternal uh, relationship with Picard is also yes. something that's interesting that they could do stuff with.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. totally.
3: That made me think of something else that I was thinking of this whole episode, which is that I feel like this is turning into a deconstruction of privilege. Is anyone else feeling that? If it
0: is, I mean, so it feels on. very light because they could be doing more. If, if that was their intent.
2: In which you know? way? What are you well, talking I, about? Okay,
0: I feel like Picard, as we knew him on oh. The Next Generation...
2: Uh
3: huh. Um, would just, like, fly into this scenario where he represents justice and right. get his way. Yeah. Right. And his way is usually right, you know? Right. And as far as he's concerned, his way is almost, like, always right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the universe has kind of shifted in a way where something wrong, so wrong happened, yeah. you know, that it kind of changed the way that people are thinking about things, similarly to, to what 9-11 did in our country. And paranoia and fear have taken root in mm. not just, like, this... Not just the Romulans, but in Starfleet as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so Picard is kind of living this old life still, like where he's like, just tell them that it's me, and they'll let us in.
4: He's like meeting the people flying in at the gate.
3: <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't. He it doesn't occur <laughs> to him that that's people... an airport joint in so you didn't get it
4: you're like yeah whatever anyway yeah, I didn't, anyway, get, it. <laughs> I didn't you know, get it I didn't want to, to think too hard because then I forgot what I was saying to people up and go straight to the gate before 9-11 I was playing off of your oh, reference oh I see,
3: I see do you know <laughs> yeah, you yeah, used yeah, to like
4: yeah. people pick people well, up at the gate
3: I'm just saying like what I'm trying to say is that <laughs> I feel like he's in the airport yeah exactly he, he's this guy who expects to get what he wants and he walks into the room and he expects to get what he wants and he's not and it's surprising him Yeah. and I am liking that yeah but I
0: think this is it's just it's an exploration of Picard as a character and how he was portrayed in TNG uh-huh. yeah. and maybe to a degree this type of like captain superhero that that has been prevalent in Star Trek but I don't think it's a broader exploration uh, mm-hmm. of privilege in general yeah. you know I think it is more specific I think it's interesting I think that's a fascinating uh, look at uh, at, a, at an iconic character yeah and it's, it's I think it's a brave choice for a franchise to make to to take that kind of look at a character and i've seen pushback like stuff about the the sheer fucking hubris line there are people who are like actively angry at this made up admiral yeah. for daring to uh, say mean things oh to their favorite fucking captain it's yeah, it's That's like the ridi- it, this is like the ridiculous end yeah. of of toxic fandom yeah um, yeah so I, so meaning that it is i think a A bold choice for them to make or uh, it's so weird to say a bold choice. Yeah, it's really interesting and it could have backfired and it could have led to a lot of backlash, but they're doing it in in an interesting way. So, yeah, yeah, I I agree with with your sentiment. I just think that it's more narrow in scope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, that's another thing where I feel like that's
3: there was more of that in this episode. Yeah. there's been a little bit in each, but it's getting more and more. And maybe they'll go somewhere with it. Well,
0: you and I recently talked about Watchmen, which is like, holy shit, this is an episode that, this is a
3: show. That hasn't come out yet, but all the space nerds got together and talked about Watchmen. It'll come out in like a month or something. It's fine. Get excited. It was good.
1: Do you watch Watchmen, Sarah? I do, but remember, there wasn't room for me. <laughs> oh yeah, and, oh but you well, have wait, hold, watch on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Order. You were did.
3: <laughs> you were unavailable and also I can't fit I can't fit 5 people in this room. It would be Yes, I
1: was also I, not I offered to
3: give up my seat for Sarah. Yeah. Uh,
1: no, but you are an did OG Sarah. though. Yeah. <laughs> right.
3: I'm sorry, not all the the OG space nerds, which yes. is 4 people.
0: But, but but yeah. My point being that Watchmen explores issues at a systemic level. It doesn't look at like characters from the Watchmen And then say like, "Oh, but let's you know explore what's going on here." Yeah, it really is like an indictment of society writ large. Picard is exploring a character, one man, yeah, not like larger issues. That's but other. Well, I I guess what
3: I'm saying is that I feel like part of that exploration involves his privilege that he's realizing Mm -hmm. does not extend as far as he thought that it did, and I like how he is responding to that as he's discovering it because. But but it's still interesting because he's still got those moments of, like, expectation that right. are higher than they should be. Yeah. And, and he still, still
4: gets away with a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. and I think he will continue to and do yeah. so. And he's still getting what he wants. We'll yeah. probably wrap up with, like, oh, look, Picard was right. And he right. Did, he
3: made all the good choices. Right. Well, I feel like the show is very clearly saying your choice to give up was wrong.
0: Right. And I yes, like that. That like is that. worthwhile.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. I I mean, I love this episode. I have, like, no complaints about this episode, about the story pacing. I like the pacing. I like slow Star Trek. I like sitting with characters <laughs> and talking. I like, you know, watching different civilizations go about their day. I mean, this this was just, like, mm-hmm.
0: I, the, the goods for me. I got a sense of watching it, or maybe we talked about it at one point, we paused part way through, about the sense of confusion. Was anyone, like, hmm. lost or confused in the episode? Yes. The scene... We're, man we didn't even talk
3: about what happened on the board cube this episode <laughs> uh, and I gotta say before I forget that the the mess hall on the board cube where they've put all these dangly lights up to kind of give it a warm environment inside of this board cube <laughs> is such a great touch like what the the set decoration on the board cube I really love
4: wait when were we in the mess hall
3: when uh when soji and what's his name what's his name narick narick yeah when they were like chat oh was it that scene or was it the scene where she was like watching a video of the woman from last week? But I think he came in.
4: I thought she was in her quarters then. Well, there was
3: a scene where they're like sitting at a table in a room with other people and I assumed it was the mess hall.
4: I didn't remember that one. Uh, But there was like dangly lights
0: on the ceiling. That's my only point about that. So it's like they decorated the set twice. So like, let's make a board space. Exactly. Now let's do the Romulans in here decorating. That's
3: what I'm trying to say. Yeah, Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, I was really into that. But anyway, um,
3: the scene... You like
0: these little details. I love the little details. Yeah, I love it. I like that about you. Well, at least I have one good quality. That's it. Yeah. We're building from something.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Hey, one's better than none.
0: You have an aesthetic eye for detail. And it's I beautiful. do. Yeah. I mean, have you seen my
3: shirt? <laughs> you, you're listening. You haven't, but although Doug's shirt game is <laughs> on, on point, is that's that a good pizza? shirt. It is yeah,
0: pizza. it's an eight-bit ah! uh, pizza. It's Really good <gasps> Christmas. Oh, I've sweater. been
1: staring at it, being like, it looks like Christmas trees. Yeah, it's real faded. Right. And pizza. I mean, this is
0: this is well into the end of its life cycle.
1: Oh, oh. It's still great.
0: <laughs> um, when.
3: When Soji and Narek were sliding down the hallway, yeah. I was like giddy. I, that was cool. I mean, he's like a Borg ritual and like, oh, we're deconstructing the Borg. And no, he's just like using it to flirt. Right. And and yeah. I was the kid who I mean, I'm probably everyone was the kid who would like whenever you get on a nice slippery wood floor, you do that. Like yeah. You, yeah. you get some nice socks and you slide. Sure. You take okay, those old records off the shelf.
4: I think that leads into the moment that was one of the moments that was confusing. Super
3: confusing. That's why I brought this up. Yeah. yeah.
4: What he says to her i don't even know what they're
1: talking about i had
3: no idea what was happening in that moment where she like turns After on him i missed some dialogue well yeah. he asked
1: her something and yeah. then like he he totally killed the vibe and was like right he yeah. asked, do you know what happened on the ship right or something like that like remember when the, the chick recognized her went crazy oh, and yeah. because she it. started talking about the stuff he right pointed
3: out to her that she that he checked the manifest of a of a flight that she was on or something like that and she wasn't actually there. Right. And she's like, do you not believe me? Are you calling me a liar? Right. But I think, but that was so, he's like, he's like, it's like he's trying to activate her.
0: He's like okay, trying to show what? her that she why? wasn't actually, what, what, but sort But what of.
4: is he referencing? That was the thing I didn't understand. What did she say? When did she say she was, what is he talking about?
0: Earlier. So it was, uh, this is why I would highly recommend that people turn on subtitles. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. how I have there. to watch it because I have terrible hearing. Um, but, he earlier the two of them earlier were talking about uh her history and then he said something about like uh you took this ship from seattle to come to the board cube right and then uh then they make out and stuff and then he says something like you weren't actually Actually on on that that ship ship. yeah those manifests are you know you don't show up there and then she gets mad at him and then he starts asking her about the thing you were mentioning the ship that they assimilated the borg assimilated and he's drawing a parallel of saying like we're both insatiably curious you want to know about this borg assimilation of this romulan ship and this woman who is there and all that I'm interested in you yeah. and I'm insatiably curious about this fact that there's no record of this trip that you say that you took.
4: Yeah, okay. So, and okay. then for that some reason,
0: sense. she's okay with
4: it. Yeah, I
0: guess. Um, And I think that he's doing this, uh, and I didn't pick this up till this watching it. When he's talking to his sister, he says, his creepy sex sister, yeah. he says that I planted a seed. And the seed is the seed of doubt about, I think, the seed of doubt in Soji's mind yeah. about whether her memories are real or not. Yeah. Because he... Yeah. he, he, he won- oh, I, I, thank you. I started to put more mm-hmm. together this time. Yes. They keep calling Soji the Destroyer. Right. Yeah. I think, and then there's a line in here from their Romulan mythology, not mythology, news, yeah. uh, about that the Destroyer will uh, have the demons break their chains and set them free, and then together they'll destroy everything. Oh. So I think the implication here is that Soji could control the Borg, or could control Synths, and oh. could have like to break the mm. demons' chains free, yeah. and now be able to destroy the universe. And, oh. in in the Romulans' mind, that's that's right. what they're afraid of with Soji, right? And that. Narek and his sex sister want to find out where all of the other synths are. Okay. And they need Soji to remember that and to be able to tell them, but they don't want her to just become a full on android and fight against them so he's yeah. trying to like slowly get her to this point where he can get that information from yeah. her while without falling her... in love with her accidentally yeah Yes. right and I think mm-hmm. he's trying to not let her know that she's an android but just yeah. like question her memories interesting okay that actually really helps a lot more, okay yeah. yeah well
1: that scene would have, have been helpful theory. if it made sense in the moment
0: yeah and uh, see this is going to sound terrible but this is what I like I like it when it's something that isn't Explicitly spelled out. It's more mm-hmm. of a like, yeah. oh, you can sort of like piece it together, and it's terrible that I like puzzle based television. <laughs>
2: but, I
0: like it too,
3: I, but I, but I really do. <laughs> right.
1: But I think it just was distracted by the seat where it's like you are having this great moment, and then all of a yes. sudden you like, which I get of like dropping a bomb. But for me, it was just like, what is the bomb? Wait, but you were just laughing, and yeah. now she's mad. Wait, I, wait, what you say? Like, yeah, yeah was, I yeah, totally
0: yeah. agree with you, though that that that. The way he does that yeah. little interaction there is jarring and weird mm-hmm. and only adds fuel to my
2: mm-hmm.
0: hate fire about the two of them having this relationship that she seems to be on board with. Like, yeah. he mm-hmm. just like the, before it's like, oh, he's just a bundle of red flags. This episode is just me. like,
1: yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This
0: one helped me with that because he
3: showed some charm and, you know, they it went sliding down worse the hallway. It for me. It Did made it? it oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the thing with his sister at the end...
1: Ugh, I so mean, weird.
3: Yeah. But, but she was actually on the ship. I thought that she was like be- a hologram she, before. In, in the
0: other one, she's like, when I get there. He's like, what do you mean when I get there? Okay. And okay. then he shows up. Yeah, she, then she shows up. Yeah. She yeah. was actually there this time. That was when she smelled him. Right. Oh, and she like <laughs> okay. caressed
4: his face to wake him up and then was like, who did you think I was that girl?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then choked him.
4: Oh, and then choked him. Yeah. There's a that's part-
0: their thing. They're into choking. Oh. Well, no, there's a part of me that wonders if...
4: Who is? she
0: the brother sister.
4: Oh, oh I, thought you- <laughs> I thought you meant Romulus. Yeah, I thought
2: <laughs> so <laughs> too. <laughs> I started
0: to wonder this time what if she does this just to like mess with him and to make him uncomfortable? Ooh. Where it's it's, she's just basically using sexuality as a manipulative weapon against him, hmm. but. You know, he he's thinking like she's never going to do anything because yeah. we're brother and sister, but she just likes to use. And I'm only saying this because they've set Romulans up as being these people that have plans within plans and lots yeah. of manipulation and lies and secret. So mm-hmm. the idea mm-hmm. of, of her doing that just to mess with him and yeah. keep him off guard. Yeah. Seems like it, but also it could just be like, yeah, they're also fucked. Yeah. It could weird. be like
3: a Jamie Lannister, Cersei Lannister situation where they have been in love since they were children. And they're just like, sure. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Either way, maybe. it is very disturbing to watch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. This it's is a bold choice
0: that does not paying off very well. Yeah. yeah. And we'll yeah. see. Yeah. I mean,
3: yeah. no, I, I don't know. I've, I, it's weird. I don't know how to feel about it. And that's one of those things where I feel like I just need to get through the season. But they're and for see sure siblings, right? Yeah, like, maybe sister is just what I you call someone else exact, who's a yeah, member I of WAN. I don't know. You know, because, <laughs>
4: what did they say? Sister boy or something?
0: Oh, that was what they called Elnor. Oh, and now it makes sense. I right. was like, why, what does that mean? But now it makes sense. Because he was a boy being yeah. raised by the all oh, yeah. female. Yeah, right. that
4: does make sense. Oh. Yeah.
0: It was like when I was in the girls' club, the after school program. You yes. Were? Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. When I was like, when I was in grade school, our uh, local area had uh, a girls' club, the girls' yeah. club. But it was it was um, not gender exclusive. It yeah. Was yeah. Whoever could that. go there. But that was just the name of it. Yeah. I hated it. I oh. hated it because it was like I'm at the I'm a I'm a little boy. You know. I'm like mm. eight I, or whatever. I'm like I can't just be. I gave them a fake name when we had to sign up, and my mother let me call myself by a different name while I was at the the girls' club. I was, was it Toledo Blade? <laughs> no, it was Billy because my middle name is William. So Billy. When, when we went to register, I was just horrified. Like, why am I signing up to be a member of the girls' club? Yeah. Girls are best, yucky.
4: The best club. Yeah. Everyone. Boy
0: science knows that. And I so I
3: loved being a Girl Scout. Like I, I loved being the only boy. I've ever since oh, I was a little I kid. I hated the
0: Boy Scouts, so I would have yeah, double well, hated the Girl Scouts. We went yeah. to
3: like one Boy Scouts meeting, and I was like, I can't. Like, this is not me. I can't do this. Like, everyone's talking about knives and fighting. I was like, this is terrifying. To oh, me. right. Uh, mm-hmm. But the Girl Scouts, like, I. I used to go on the camping trips with them, and I had so much fun well, doing that.
0: Yeah, but this was like this. Um, this we was did not archery. Like, this and was like literally a girls' shit. club. This. Yeah, they had. No, I hear you. I hear you. Years later, they rebranded it to the boys and girls. Club.
4: Yeah, exactly. Which is still <laughs> like okay, guys. You got you got How about one just more. You another club. change
0: you, Thank you. Yeah. You got one more change in you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just call it DZ Discovery
3: Zone and just it's kids club. <laughs> call
4: right. it Wendy and move on. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, so yeah, but that's hey, why they call it Sister I'm really resonating with, with uh tickle me L- L- El L- 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 going to chop
0: your head off for this kind of talk. So.
3: I'm really resonating with that character. I just really, really like that character. And I love that when he sprung into action to yeah. protect Picard. Yeah. He did like a total Yoda move like in Attack of the Clones when Yoda does that spinning the sky thing. Yeah, it was like, cool. Oh, that's cool. It's fucking rad. That's cool. So good. Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking pumped.
1: <laughs> Should we rate the episode?
3: Let's do it. I'm a 10 out of 10. I love this shit. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I guess it, the only thing that holds it back for me is the, I don't know what's happening with this brother-sister thing, but right. that's been a problem for me in They're every out. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like an episode of Star Trek, like this, this was what I love about Star Trek and also something new and mm-hmm. I'm just overjoyed to have seen it.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. I think, I, I think I'm think no, i a 9 or an 8.5. I really liked it a lot. And I feel like I want to give myself. I think I. I think there will be an episode I like more. So I want to give myself mm. room because, <laughs> right. because I there was there. It was a really gratifying. It was a really gratifying episode. My heart wasn't really racing at any point. The action moments, like we could anticipate, like that he was going to come in and save yeah, Carter. Yeah, yeah. So my my. I think what would make it a ten is like a surprise.
0: Right. Hmm. I mean, even the space even, battle they about projected about by saying like, "Oh, by the nine. way, there's this old ship that's going to be coming." But here. that
4: wasn't a surprise because of the, um, the credits. credits. Yeah, right.
0: seven of nine. Yeah,
4: yeah. But I, I, I think it's a strong 8.5, 8.759. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. eight point <laughs> five, eight point 7, seven five nine. Yeah,
1: eight point seven five nine. Eight point seven five nine. Yeah, that's it. Sarah, I, I feel like I'm kind of at like a seven point five eight only because yet again a black person died right mm-hmm. like and oh, he was yeah, beheaded yeah. it was yeah. like the first black person who had oh, more than right. two lines as soon
0: as he stood up to challenge picard it was like oh, oh that guy's gonna like get, shit he's, he's, gonna gonna he's gonna die I like thought you were like stabbed. five
1: for five of like all i think the only black person that survived was the guy who let them into the room where the romulans were when she was like but they also yelled at him for see...
0: having an unsecured weapon
1: yeah, like, but he's literally yeah. the only person, b- black person we've seen who's lived. So Other that definitely mm-hmm. for me Ro- was like, Ro- is Roffy man yet again, maybe, but it doesn't. Matter. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I guess she she would count too. But the but fact it's that still there's still it's more like, deaths, yeah. and yeah. this was the most like brutal one so far was right. like, yeah. oh really, you guys like no, like you couldn't have just had them have. Like Picard couldn't have stopped him before he beheaded him, or because right, he was so right. angry right. after, right. rightfully so. But the guy still died. Yeah. Well, the yeah. other thing yeah. is That's a th- really
0: good point. They make weird choices like this because up until then, that character was an interesting snippet of a character. Like I got fucked yeah. over by the yeah. things yeah. you did. I used totally. to be a senator. All of yeah. this. I've got nameless thugs with me that could beat you up.
1: Why not have one of those? Right, you know, like any of those other guys yeah. could have died, but he, yeah. And again, he's the, the only guy. black yeah, yeah, yeah. one. Oh, totally that was right. a bummer. That's a
0: that really was a bummer. Point. That's such an easy thing to not do. Exactly. That, that's, that's, yeah. what's, that's what's shocking about it. Yeah. No, I
1: yeah. think that's, yeah. a really that's what good kind of just because it's a, it's. Tracked now, like every time there's been someone, yeah, right. it's like, man, why is this still a problem? I yeah. was
0: legitimately surprised that the nun didn't die in this episode. I you was so happy, her. I love her. Yeah, she's, she's on How to Get Away
1: with Murder, which is like one of my oh, favorite shows. Yeah. Nice. Oh. And so, I was so happy to see her. And I was like, okay, well, hopefully, like we'll see her kick ass or something later. But yeah, that's that. what I wanted to see,
4: yeah, more than I wanted to see Elnor. If yeah, I, I, I was ready for her, her
1: to like, yeah. B- yeah. you know, and I do really like her. So I feel like I'm more at like an eight of the episode, but it's still no, that's a great was point. like, oh man, really? And at the end and I think it was because he had that whole speech that was like yeah. you really made him feel for the Rom, yes. like him yes. and the Romulans. Yeah, and, like,
0: yeah. Then yeah. it was like doesn't totally. matter, you don't
1: matter. Right? And I was, like,
0: they didn't stick to the landing. Yeah. They did so. It was so good, right there. Yeah, <laughs> it's such yeah. an easy choice not to do. Yeah,
4: that's a I, really good point. I will
3: say, I do appreciate how angry Picard was about it, like because that guy did not deserve to die, and at least that was pointed out. You yeah, know? <laughs> right, so, right. But I was also- having a coffee day over here, my little my little sixteen year old dog. He's so cute in his little sweater. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I absolutely hear you on that. That that is that is a
0: troubling pattern on this show, right? For mm-hmm, sure. Yeah. And it seems like they think that they're doing this thing of, like, oh, we're increasing representation, but it's not meaningful, or that they're always undercutting it by having these people have violent deaths after they've been introduced. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. That's a great point, Sarah.
0: Although, I was thrilled to
3: see someone with a New Zealand accent, which I got... Well, his... I looked this actor up, who plays Elnor, right after the episode, and... He grew up in Australia, but his mom is from New Zealand, and his dad is from somewhere else, and I forgot where was. You said Cyprus, I think. S- did I say Cyprus? That's what I heard you Yeah, say. and his mom is... is um,
0: Maori I
1: ma- think okay, I ma- said I'm ma- like La- it, 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 that's not right yeah,
0: that was the, that like was when that. during the show you two were like are you even saying real words over <laughs> when he started you started stumbling going is this guy is this guy ma Ma-ra. 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 is he Maori Ma-ra. is he Maori Ma-ra. and I'm like
3: realizing that I don't know how to say that word but out you're saying loud.
0: it out loud multiple times <laughs> I'm like trying to find how to say it because I don't know how well like most Australian things it contains every vowel at once
3: yeah
0: but I but there's
3: never been uh there's never been someone like him in Star Trek ever. Sure, and, yeah. And that's I mean, there's so many people in the world of which that is true. Yeah. And it's frustrating that so many people from the same country keep being cast in Star Trek because um or I'm mean, not even just the same country, but like white people. I mean and like mm-hmm. we keep saying, I, I'm white. It's not that I hate white people, I don't hate myself, only sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, when we're talking about a show where the one of the prime messages of the show is that like humanity has come together in the future and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter like the color of your skin. You are you are everyone is as valuable as everyone else. And life is precious. All lives are precious. The show needs to show that the show needs to have people from all over the world. Yeah,
4: yes. Yes. I totally agree. And I this isn't contradicting your point. This is just on top of your point. I think what the show is doing now and what it's showing is that that's a really bold claim to say, like, all life is equal, and it's showing that. Actually, that's not true, and yeah. not every, and that's, I mean, that's a systematic, that's an issue, even institutionally now. Is people don't want to look at the racism that's happening. They want right. to be like, well, we're twenty twenty, like we're woke. We what we've moved, you know, we 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 include. We and it's like, no, there are still so many huge problems. And just by saying something's equal or true doesn't yeah. actually systematically mean that that's Absolutely. happening. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, so. and
3: seeing that that's true of this Star Trek utopia for me has been kind of. Uh, I'll use the... Uh, this is an exaggeration, but revelatory. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't mean that as strong as it sounds, but it's very intriguingly interesting to me yeah. to kind of deconstruct the Star Trek utopia yeah. in a, in yeah. a way that, that resonates as feeling true to me yeah. because I think that there are aspects of human life in the future in Star Trek that are utopian and Picard lived that on the Enterprise for years mm-hmm. where he was part of this incredible crew that was doing these incredible things and it really... Like, he really believed in it, and yeah. it, it's it's part of the core of who he is. But the rest of the world is not like that on yeah. Earth. And yeah. and he's learning that now. Yeah. And, and that's interesting. Yeah,
4: you're actually making me think. The only way Star Trek could redeem all of these black and brown bodies being killed so early is if it's actually self-aware of that, and later it, like, points it out. And, it like, that somehow the show is, like it's a criticism of how many black and brown bodies get murdered every day here I, like
0: I hear you I don't I think feel it's like happening zero chance yeah, of that yeah, yeah, like zero yeah. chance but that's
4: the only way it could yeah. redeem that aspect what winds up
0: happening here is what I think happens a lot of time with Star Trek where the show itself is aspirational towards better ideals and towards yeah. utopia and then the implementation of the show itself yeah. reveals yeah. Yeah. what is currently happening in the real world yeah. with like the yes. creation of the show itself it mm-hmm. reveals this kind of thing I got into a an argument debate with someone recently about the portrayal of McCoy on the original Star Trek mm-hmm. which i think is like yeah there's 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 a lot of like microaggressions and racism mm-hmm. that is patently self-evident in the way that he treats the non the only non-human character mm-hmm. on their ship yes, and then but totally. other people will say like oh no but here's the context we've since learned that vulcans have this status and this and that there's all this like mm-hmm bullshit that they try to give you for like what the star trek world was like narratively at the time
2: right and my right. point
0: was, like, yeah, but it shows you that the writers were casually racist yeah. and didn't even think sure. about it. Like, mm-hmm. this is re- is revelatory of the creators of the show right. and of the world in which they live in the production right. that it's, that's what we see on the screen and I feel sure. like that's what's happening here mm-hmm. with Picard where yeah. we're just yeah. seeing, like, oh, right, even with a show that is trying to show these great things, yep. with trying to have their best efforts, they, you know, there was a woman of color who directed the first three episodes. They're, mm-hmm. they're, tr- they're trying their best but then there's still this like you know uh uh, blind spots that people are having you know
3: absolutely you're so right about that the original series is incredibly problematic it is racist it is sexist there's there's Horrible treatment of women all over the place. Right. And you're, what you just mentioned is something that I struggled with when I watched the show. I'm like, okay, Bones, McCoy, and and Spock love each other, right. but they're so mean to each other sometimes. Like, they're really mean to Spock. They they're literally like,
0: call Spock a half-breed. And, yeah, you know. they're like you
3: green-blooded hobgoblin. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's not good stuff. Yeah, and there's... There's a part of Shouldn't me that laugh. It's just, it's just, yeah. well, there's it's, a part of it's me that likes, funny. There's a part of me that enjoys making fun of the people that I love. Right. <laughs> Andy, you know this. You live with me. <laughs> what you get, you get poked in the butt Serious? every time you go up the stairs. <laughs> <Jeez>. um, <laughs> And, like, sometimes it's fun to say a mean thing to someone in jest, and you both know that you're kidding, and you can Mm -hmm. both laugh. Right. And there's something about that that you can only do with the people you're closest to. Sure. And that can be a way that you know that you're close to each other. I do this to Doug sometimes on the podcast. Sure, sure, sure. um, Because I love Doug, and, you know, sometimes it's fun to mock Doug for something. I don't even... I can't think of an example. Right. Um, And Miles agrees. But (laughs) anyway, but in the original series it felt like it was crossing the line there mm-hmm. where it crossed into feeling a little bit racist against Vulcans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but And you're right, like the show says men and women are equal in the future and they say that explicitly over and over but yeah. then right. women are not treated equally. They all wear miniskirts
0: and they're yeah. all in subservient roles. Well, also- Se- Seven of
3: Nine replaces Cass on Voyager because the producers wanted someone quote-unquote hotter although yeah. I think Cass is... It's gorgeous, right. um, and then they put her in a fucking tiny cat suit and made her walk around in it, and yeah. she was uncomfortable. The actress yeah. was uncomfortable. And also, in it.
4: why do you have to replace a woman? Why can't right. you just add a woman to the show and keep right. another, and keep? Wow, two female. You know, I mean, yeah. I know the captain's female, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's because it's being made in. Now, you it's know? right
3: exactly. it's, like it's, you it's a exactly. reflection of the world yeah. in which it, it is exists. a reflection yeah. of the yeah. unconscious bias of the people creating yeah. it, and yeah. there was a lot of stuff yeah. that
0: Star Trek, the original series did that was pushing the envelope for its time that it I Absolutely. think it, I think it legitimately deserves Absolutely. the credit for that. You both know? things are true. Yeah. it's
3: not just that both things can be true. It's that both things are true. Yeah. like yeah. the show yeah.
0: did Nicole Nichols help. had mentioned those things, yeah, you know?
3: saying men and women are equal in the future and believing it in the in the mouths of characters you love and respect on the TV makes yeah. a difference, even right. if there are problematic ways in which it's presented because mm-hmm. not all people are going to pick that up, but yeah. most people will pick up the idea that sexism has improved in the future. Even if right. you know sure. Beverly and Deanna are wearing crazy outfits and stretching with each other while talking, you know, <laughs> yeah. just for the for the male audience's enjoyment. Right? Um, yeah, both things are true, and I love Star Trek because of its aspirations and also in spite of its flaws.
2: Sure. Although, yeah,
3: they- although I feel differently about Picard's representation issues i feel they're getting better as we go through the show there are more people of color as we go along or people from different parts of the world different accents like that's exciting for me different Mm -hmm. cultural backgrounds but but there does still seem to be this unconscious bias and like if we're going to kill a character on screen let's make it a black character right and that is that feels gross to me and Mm -hmm.
2: that
0: feels like something that shouldn't be happening in 2020 yeah Yeah, there's
2: uh Hope
0: that they will stop doing it, but I don't think that they can retroactively fix what they've done. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, okay, this is. You're 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 leaning too hard into being like a classic Star Trek series. Right. Right, right. Yeah. But I mean even Discovery, which, you know, I think also made big strides in terms of representation mm-hmm. in in a in a show. Yeah. On paper. Yeah, on paper, but then, you know, they wind up killing one part one half of mm-hmm. the gay the openly gay couple right. that yeah, they had right. on there. Spoiler yeah. alert. They and so, had it's this thing.
4: Like, and it's the half that is of color. Of color. Right, yeah.
0: right, right. That we have this, you know. Uh, black gay Openly gay character And then we're gonna Murder him on the show Like yeah. alright What what are you doing <laughs> What are you I doing know. It was really atrocious uh, Spoiler was. spoiler alert that, oh, They yeah, fixed sorry, it They brought alert. him back to life Yeah, yeah And yeah. that's a big part Of okay.
3: my problems With season one Is like A lot of the Characters of color Were either killed Main characters of color Were either killed Or sidelined Or yeah. you know Shown to be incompetent and it's, the world was still run by, like, white men. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Yeah. And, and not yeah. in a way
0: that is examining it no. in the world itself. In which, a way that felt accidental. Right. We're, again, Watchmen shows that, like, you can do this with yeah. your genre fiction, you know? You can add on to a franchise and explore these issues in a more meaningful way. Absolutely. Which I would never expect from Star Trek. Star Trek is always going to be, like, you know, aspirational light entertainment yeah. with, you know, uh, problematic in-world and out-world things. Mm. Yeah, totally. Mm
2: -hmm. Wow. So
0: I give it a seven. (laughs) (laughs) It comes in a solid seven for me. Well, that's it.
3: Do we have any Star Trek homework for this week? There's like another episode of Voyager that goes into uh, Seven's backstory that I'd like to watch. The one where they show her as a little kid? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the name, but I'll figure it out. The Raven, probably? I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And Sarah, I would definitely recommend what we just did with the finale of season three and the first two episodes of season four of Voyager to get to wrap your head around seven of nine. And I'm also going to
0: be a big part. It looks like in the next. Yeah. In the next. I don't know. Is it the next one? The next few, the next episode, I saw a screenshot from the preview. I was like, what the, this looks, I don't know what's going on here. Oh, I can't, I don't want to say anything, but it was just like, what?
3: (laughs) I can't wait.
1: Sarah, do you have any homework for us? Um, Sure. Yeah. um uh, Don't spin in the wind. <laughs> nice. It's your homework for That's this. That's a good one. I like that. You're welcome. That's yeah. good Do we
3: have a parting song? Oh. Um,
1: don't, don't kill, kill off all, all, the all the people of color. <laughs> <of> color.
2: <laughs> that does make great. me want to lower my That's rating a little truly, bit. Yeah. I mean,
4: truly, I. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like that's also a light matter to make a song about. Right. But,
1: um,
4: but but sometimes you know, making a song about things I'm makes them really easier to glad, remember. Well, I'm really glad you brought that up. I also have yeah. been feeling like, and like, you know, what's hard too is like, I'm sure, because so, you are the person in the room who has the least history with Star Trek, right? Like, mm-hmm. But also, you are the only person of color in the room. And I've been thinking a lot about like the distribution of conversation and input. And I, yeah. I feel like it's hard because... I think that your point of view is really important and amazing, and I feel like sometimes I don't know if we want to even include this in the. But well,
3: I've actually been thinking. I'd love to hear more of Sarah's thoughts. Everything you say is so interesting, and okay. but I but I don't want to push you to say things you don't have to well, say. Well, because we
4: just had a huge conversation about race in Star Trek, and then I was like, oh, but Sarah <laughs> well, wasn't even a big part of that conversation. But I also
1: don't. But I also don't know the history of Star Trek, so it's yeah. like I only. I only have from what I've watched, and right. and mm-hmm. there's also so much that happens in these episodes. Where like for me, I'm a I process later, yeah. so it's like I'm probably gonna remember more things in the episode like tonight than I would yeah. now. Sure, so sure. I know for me too, it's like oh yeah, like I don't i'll contribute what i remember or like oh i didn't understand it or like Mm -hmm. oh someone else mentioned that so like great but it's like oh yeah like just trying to like still understand the whole world is like great like that's why this episode for me i felt like it went by really fast yeah like i was like oh this like i can't believe it's over yeah and also like i'm trying to remember what we learned and like okay so what am i what new information do i have this time like What do I need to remember? Or, like, just trying to piece together when it's like, oh, you're talking about, like, these things in Next Gen and, like voyager okay mm. that was after so it's like my brain is also just like i'm so into it because i'm learning yeah. so yeah, much yeah. and i'm <laughs> yeah. like, I don't, but i don't know anything and so like yeah. just trying to like spongebob versus waterfall to right yeah. well, exactly. it's like a
2: huge
4: content library too yeah you know it's yeah like, there's, th- there's so no possible much. way yeah and 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 i don't know we recently we were together at a party and each person went around the room and we were talking about like I don't know, something we were into that was outside of our profession or whatever. And Sarah, we decided, like, we were talking about all the things you're into. You're just down. Like, you're just down to try and learn about anything. Like, there isn't a lot of things that you close yourself off to. So I just think it's really cool that, like, even though this isn't your, like passion uh, in terms of genre and show like you're like yeah i'm gonna be part of star trek club like right. it's so much fun, and it, really like so fun. it really adds it really yeah. adds because that fresh perspective is i i just think it's an interesting it, and then also then we have like the encyclopedia of knowledge on the other
1: side like it's a it's an interesting marriage
3: yeah i love it right. Right. yeah well, and i
1: was thinking too where i was like oh yeah it's funny how like this really just started of us just wanted to say hi <laughs> i know, yeah, you know, I know. That's that's like, true it was totally <laughs> accidental it but it's totally great <laughs> Oh yeah, of- on the first yeah. episode it is just
4: us like at for like 15 minutes at the beginning.
3: And this whole thing That's happened funny. because Doug and I couldn't wait
0: to talk about Picard, we knew yeah. ahead of time. We're like, yeah. we're gonna have to talk about it right away.
4: Right, right, right. Yeah. And I
0: figured, uh, my assumption was the two of you didn't want to hang out and talk about it. But when I heard that you did, I was yeah. excited. <laughs> yeah, because
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, just I like hearing different perspectives on stuff that I yeah. enjoy. You know? Yeah, I think absolutely. It's, it's, it's a it's a useful
3: thing. And yeah. I love the perspective of someone from outside the fandom. You know, I yeah. like Sarah. Your perspective is super interesting to me. Like whenever you have something to say, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want to hear it. I'm
0: fascinated by your mom watching uh, Discovery. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We we're talking about like, this I want to awesome talk to your mom about Discovery. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know, how, I'll ask her how far That's into she it guess. she is. But yeah, yeah. She, I was like, how are you watching it? She's like the DVDs. And I was like, okay, yeah. we were trying like, to figure like, out. Did
0: she like it? School, did she not yeah. like it? Yeah. Yeah. What I her think thoughts? she's
1: really into it though. Yeah, but okay. like I only I don't see her. I, I, we our past is dope?
0: Right, right, right. We're right. ships in
1: the night, kind of. So, like, yeah. yeah. But she seems to really enjoy it. She's like, "Yeah, I'm watching it." That's like, I will some Oscar. How far into it? And maybe we can figure out. Yeah, her <laughs> joining one day. Faith Roswell, come on! <laughs> <laughs> That'd
3: be great. Yeah, yeah. And I've been like one because this was a an unanticipated addition to the podcast, and now I'm doing two episodes a week all of a sudden, and right. I and it's great because it's it's working out. Uh, but I, I feel like the opening intro of the podcast doesn't reflect Star Trek Club and Andy yeah. and Sarah aren't in that and they should be and I, <laughs> I'm i like well now what do I do about that I don't even know but uh, these are the thoughts that keep me up at night Better
0: <laughs> Mercury oh, yeah, <laughs> <Number three.
3: laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't know maybe we'll if someone has suggestions let me know or if you guys have suggestions in the room let me know and also I do want to hear your thoughts on Watchmen because we talked about it a little yeah. I can't remember if it was on or off mic.
1: I think it was I off mic. I think it was off mic, okay. yeah.
3: Okay. While we're here, can can we wrap up this podcast and maybe I can record a couple minutes of your thoughts on Watchmen to, in, to either be bonus content or include with the Watchmen podcast that's coming like a month?
1: Oh, sure. Okay,
3: let's do it. All right, let's end this podcast. This Yay!
4: has been so fun
3: as always.
4: Okay, I know how to end it. Jump. John- No, wait. John, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. Okay, try again. John.
2: Look, look, look,
3: Joe. All right, guys, what? thanks for listening. Until next time, <laughs> stay nerdy out there. Oh, my God. Space Nerds is listener funded through Patreon. Support the show and gain access to bonus content. Sign up at Patreon.com/space nerds podcast. If you love this show, help us spread the word by sharing it on your favorite social media platform or leaving us a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you can find our show. If you have a question or comment you'd like the Space Nerds to discuss in the next episode, email us at spacenerdspodcast at gmail.com. To browse our complete library of episodes or check out my sci-fi synth pop music and music videos, visit my website at
2: jessemercury.com. Keep it spacey, baby!